To Adrian Byrne and Tony Wilson. No fucking suggestion otherwise. Or I'll drive the fucking mixing desk into the skies right now. The Chili Peppers.
it on right now. Cause me and Steve, you see, we're gonna be sending on the fucking fire sound. Busting out and breaking ground. Hold on. Sailing on. Come on! Just uh, sailing on. Sailing on the higher ground. Originally recorded by Stevie Wonder, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers version of Higher Ground. Yo, and what yo, year was that out, Tony? That was out nine. Listen, it's good to be back. I feel like uh, I want to talk to you guys. It's been a while. Let's toast the Friday Rock Show. To the Friday Rock Show. To rock. Back on air. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah, we love it. You know, it's an uncertain world out there, but you, one thing is guaranteed. The Friday Rock Show's got to rock. Who's uh, going to do it every week? We do are. So anyway, tonight we're looking back at the year 2003. If you want to get in contact with us here at the Friday Rock Show, please text us. 50412. Text with your comments and requests from the year 2003. And also, if you want to phone in, it's not, not, six, 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 six. And Maggie, me lovely wife there of the last 10 years, will take the phone call for you. Think it's time we got into the letters then. Oh, yeah, this is Tucker. Evening to you, lads. Well, not that we know who it's from, like. Oh, we do, yeah, because it's right at the bottom of the letter. <laughs> Evening to you, lads. What's the story? I'd like you to play a quest for my mate, Jagger. From thick and thin, but mostly thick, Adrian. And that's just the way he looks. My mate Jagger and I have listened to your show over the years. And sure, the odd letter of mine eases its way past. Yeah, it's a fucking hell. Jagger, man. Things have been going a bit pee-tong lately like, uh, for the red lad. I smell lovely. <laughs> Those chili peppers you were eating have repeated on you. There's no anyway, Jagger <laughs> man, things got a bit pee tongue lately for the red lad. You'd think that after the baby's baked away up to seven years old, the big and missus repatriated with some motherfucker, that Jagger be on the road to Wellsville again. Not a bit of it, mate. He's only gonna move out of home. Got himself a full time blue collar working man's job. He's independent, earning some money for himself and thinking of the future. What's going on? He never had a future to think of before. The planets are aligning in some twisted parallel universe where Jagger is, fuck me, normal. No, Mother! I remember the days when at his brother's 30th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the days when his brother was 30 and he had a party. <laughs> Jagger be true to form. Excuse me, why? <laughs> as others enjoyed the sunbaked lawn barbecue and pleasant conversation, Jagger was fleeing from his angry daddy, jumping over Melody's fencing no outside need. his house as Big Mick Senior was baiting the hurley off the walls, going mental at Carmel. <laughs> Carmel, mommy not making the daddy's dinner and only a scrap of fucking potato salad in the fridge to poke at. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and sure, that was half more by the dirty, temptuous fingers of the Jesse lad. Crunch went Jagger's ankle as he smashed it off to hardcore, hobbling away in guts of pain towards the solace of the brother's Barbie and the possible musical reunification with the other Barbie, Jacinta. People were tucking into the potato salad and burnt uh, fingers under the good lashings of sunshine. Smell <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on, with your tits on there. Jesus, Tony. People were tucking into the potato salad and burnt fingers under the good lashings of sunshine as Jagger came torpedoing through the fong into the brother's house, grunting at Audrey, the, the brother's lover, and diving his head straight square into the apple bob and kiddies bowl to wash away the manky head sweat caused by the bulbous purple ankle on him. Meanwhile, as restless lads talked footy outside like wallflowers up beside the shed, Jacinta was wailing into the Mickey Mouse monitor system at the back door. Like some Ethiopian banshee she was, cavorting with no tits on her. 
Next minute, Jagger stumbles out of the kitchen door with a red face and a wide open jaw in the long shorts covering the pieces of water, hugging the back wall for direction. Like a stout Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Hello! Glad to see you all alright. His brother's burger fell right out of his mouth over the grill as Jagger took to the keyboard and belched out some low voice snot to accompany the diarrhea sludge that was cacking from the skeleton girl on the microphone. Seriously. It was shy, Adrian. Jagger's temple was turning bendy and erupting. No one was even trying to listen. No one cared. John Joe was laughing, Dave was rolling, and Jagger's Eurovision dream was over as he bet the bad paws off the keyboard, blood pissing out of his ankle. <laughs> you don't know what this was like, Adrian. An awful high-pitched prank filled the air as Jagger stormed off the plywood stage like fucking Richie Blackmore. But he still made sure in the red mist to take a swipe at Jacinta's microphone level and knock it all off. She'd had no ideas to prolong agony with thoughts of a solo spot. Anyway, Jagger had bigger plans. Of fat, oh, yeah. operatic lads from down the road singing Christmas tunes in a small room for mass market selling Narclo or somewhere. Jagger had big ideas. But the idle fantasy was soon broken as he stood with a skewered lump of pig meat dangling over the hot coals of the barbecue. His job for the day. The lads were rolling fat ones. Jagger was giving them side glances. They were laughing. Jagger was turning red again. Dave lost the plot as he inhaled a lungful, leaned back to take it in, and fell straight into the gooseberry bush. Jagger's daddy turned bright red too, and Dave's missus was shouting at her boyfriend to get up off his arse and stop causing a scene. He retaliated by bellowing fucking insults at her from the squashed gooseberry pile, and only lashed out a kick, driving Timmy Two-Stone in the shin, causing his raw sausage to spurt out from his bread roll, and slapped right off Dave's missus' massive jags. To whack off it! Big greasy mark! She's standing there disgusted as Dave's ego expanded with petulant remarks against his mates in the garden. Then didn't you only appear and went for the wick in it? Driving a Driving a chair with a kick into the skies! Angry you was at your missus. She was in the middle of shouting at some chisel lad that some tailor lad had gone where he was only going now by tonguing the Melanie one. She then asked for you for a lift home, and you only just having arrived and drove it up from the town and from the comfort of a warm bar stool and a cold point at her request and she tired of sitting up for fast. No time for you enjoy time with your mates. No, no, no. That's not proper order. But I digress, Adrian. You know what I'm like. Tempers were rising. Dave's ego was on full throttle. Shouting everyone down, demeaning his girl, looking to cut his mates down to the hash haze, but only finding himself falling flat on his ass Again. Jagger surveyed the scene. He'd had enough. He sucked the burnt skewer into the charcoals, spat an insult into the night air and screamed, Fuck these wannabes! I've had it to here with them! I want Taylor's <laughs> camcorder! Go to Cornwall! <laughs> write a documentary on goblins in Govendale House! Produce, record, publish, and sell Christmas songs to unmarried mothers! Time to grab the prickly stalk of life and shake the petals of prosperity down on <laughs> me! I'm all the fool was Jagger. And you know what? He was right. That's the problem. He has only gone and done it, Adrian. What? He's got all normal. Despite what every fucker thinks of him and says about him, and that he's not reliable and having the attention span of a goldfish. Yeah, and uh, he proved him wrong. All the rest of us got anyway.
Nothing. No. Except our high uh, opinions. Sure, we wouldn't listen to your show, Adrian, if it wouldn't help our image and bragging rights over the beers in the pub. Please come back, Jagger. It's no laugh without your mood swings. But thankfully, as I write, all is not lost. Only last night, the Jagger returned to the glory of his former self by coming back, tired and warm from work and the cycle home, to turn up the grill to 11 in the communal kitchen in the flat he occupies. He laid some rashes and a pot of beans on and retired to his bed nah. to roll a fat one. Ah. <laughs> Three hours later, it's 1am, and the landlord is banging Jagger's door down, yeah. There's smoke everywhere. Not hash smoke, but real smoke, you know what I'm saying? The bar girl was wall <laughs> running around, the landlord in a night skirt, holding in a massive cleavage. Oh, Jagger was shaking violently <laughs> from his stone scuba. The silly cunt only fell asleep, forgot about the grill, and fucking cremated half the cough. <laughs> he nearly killed everyone and himself. I tell you, Adrian, I was worried for a while that Jagger was travelling the road less travelled than normality, but it's fair to say the purpley red loon is back to his usual madness. Welcome back, Thanks, Jagger. Jagger. <laughs> it's a blaze zone for him. And Keep the fight, Barney. All the best, mate. Hi, yours. Tiger. Well, it's good to see Mick back to himself. You know, I think Tony. People try too hard to change themselves uh, into what they perceive is the way other people want them to be. Are we doing a lag in this bar? Yeah, no, don't change, Tony. I wouldn't ask you to change. I <laughs> change for you. <laughs> I like you as you are. Like, there's no point. And I think that's something we should all remember. And on that note, I'm going to play some music. And this is Punjabi MCs. Punjabi <laughs> With Banji Black Enamel Medallion. One of these sounds of summer 2003. Reminds me of Big Brother 4, which was a pile of poo. Reminds me of the Lab Dance Club. Everything reminds Harder again, why is it Banji Burger? Tony, why haven't Pakistan won the World Cup? Because every time they get a corner, they open a shop. I'd like to apologise to all the Asian community listening in tonight on the Ecumenical BBC Radio 1.
That's Panjabi MC. And that's an absolutely great tune. And if, Lula, that's great, Hazing. <laughs> if them Banji boys are going to make music like that, they're okay with me. So what's your memory of 2003? Well, I think it was the time that myself and Maggie went through a bit of a difficult passage. These things happen in relationships and marriages and stuff like that, so... um, What happened? You see, it all started when you got on your high horse about the contractual difficulties of, of uh, working here at BBC Radio 1 and A&M wasn't going to release the... the yeah, yeah the, we're back. The Rock show and it's good you mention it. I think we should tell the listeners. Yeah, we're back. This show is coming out on an A&M CD. We haven't been out on an A&M CD for quite a while now. And the fact of the matter is, most of our shows have been substandard for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not our fault. Uh, there's not enough rocking bands out there. Oh, he's emotionally tired. <laughs> Guys in the mold of the DC. The Maiden. Where's the Zeppelin? Coldplay. No! This is the Friday Rock Show, man. We want guitar solos. Guys wearing tight trousers doing the high splits and... Jimi Hendrix! Yes! But anyway, we've trawled through the archive and we're going to bring you what we think are the best tunes of 2003. And I hope you agree with our choices. And in fact, here comes another one. Coming up next is another pick of 2003. This is Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. Woo!
Yeah, it's times like these you learn to live again in a Larry Gogan kind of style I'm repeating one the last <laughs> word that was said in the song. He's still around! He's still alive! We're still alive! We're back! We're the Friday Rock Show! Hey, Larry, no respect. He's got the radio. You God in. knows how the cunt stays on it. Yeah, you fuck no, in there. But them young lads are coming up ready with a big sharp noise ready to drive them into your back, leave you on Shite FM or something. Yeah. No, no, no. No respect to Gary. Gary. That's <laughs> why! <laughs> Back to the Friday Rock Show And we're going to have another letter And this one is from DJ Jaffer Hey, yes <laughs> Oh, I love oh, it God. Hi, lads It's <coughs> How's it going, lads? DJ Jaffer here, right? <laughs> I'm an upcoming DJ And I was wondering if an eminent DJ such as yourself Can give me a bit of advice No <laughs> Do you think I'm in a position to give you advice? Currently, I'm playing in my hometown of Pignus Lorry I've got a regular gig in Betty Swallocks pub. Uh-huh. I see myself as an ambassador of music. My yeah, mission. You're an ambassador. <laughs> Go on. I see myself as an ambassador of music. My mission to bring modern music to the unwashed citizens of this Hicksville dead end town. Well, geez, now we're going to play the wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> We're so like, uh, you know, unplanned, disorganised. Uh, fucking... I love this zoo radio format. It's uh. so, it so works. DJ Jaffa, okay, is playing in a Hicksville dead end town. Right. <laughs> Could be described by many people as a one horse town. <laughs> <laughs> but not by the cunt that wrote this letter. <laughs> no. He had no. to forget to put it in, didn't he? <laughs> this week I was doing a 21st birthday party. The girl in question had some younger sisters there with her friends. And when I say young, they were definitely were not drinking age. Jesus, they were probably only ten. Oh, jeez, that's sick. One annoying little gremlin started to hassle me to play Suck Suck My Lollipop. Picture the scene. Young schoolgirl repeatedly going up to a bloke in a pub and going, Suck My Lollipop. I tell you, Satanta Burke was giving me heavy looks. I felt like a pedophile. (laughs) You see, I want to be a cool DJ like you. Then maybe someday I can get a hanger on who can sound spazzy and be the butt of my jokes <laughs> like your Tony. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Tony, uh, <laughs> he means it in a respectful kind of way. He does, yeah. <laughs> but until then, I'm stuck in Twin Peaks, putting up with young ones asking for Mickey Joe or simply the fucking best. Man, village. Listen, I know the young girls like Mickey, but I need to show them better. But possibly one of the most disturbing elements of playing music in a pub is being sober at closing time. Can't touch a drop of the hard stuff, so I can throw the gear into the Mazda Bongo Vanette. Never before have I ever sat face to face with the futile reality of the spirit crushing life in a one horse town. Hanging around. The amount of shy people talk of keep a farmer in manure all spring. <laughs> But the shit your pants scariest thing is the owl ones. You know the type in their forties, shagging the same knuckle dragon arsehole since the start of time. A few scoops of Schmidtwicks, and they would tuck the fat lad out of any unsuspecting young lad. Potential cradle rapist. They engage in conversations about how their young Shane is doing well in college. 
who was probably in some detention centre getting the rusty bullet hole tore out of him by Father Ignatius, who's been locked up for pedophilia. And she'd be looking at me with intent in her eyes. Such is their brain-numbing boredom from living in Pignaslory. <laughs> but try as they may, they still have nothing to say. Please, Adrian, don't let me get stuck here playing Margot with a dun stars jumper on me and a big cheesy grin on me face. I'm only Margot. The horse lips. You know, you have to have the old touch. You rebel songs. Any hints and tips will be greatly appreciated. Thanks for your time. And would you please play me some feeder or the chili peppers? Thanks. Well, yours, DJ, DJ Jaffa. Jaffa. Thanks, DJ Jaffa. That was a great learn on us. But we've only played some red chili peppers and feeder. Well, we don't have the album. Speaking from experience, the only voice I can give you is keep at it, man. Keep plugging away. Me and Tony have had some hard times. When we started out, what were we doing? You had this little van with the mattress in the back. We were doing all the dance halls and stuff. We kept the fade. We kept playing rock. Because that's what it's all about. Because we, we love rock and roll. Wrap around your finger and shove it up your hole. Hey, this one's going out to you, DJ Jaffin, because you are stuck in a one-horse town.
It's the Friday Rock Show. Jesus We're looking Christ back at 2003 and playing the best tunes from that year. Okay, the texts are coming in thick and fast. Uh, we've had a bit of feedback on the DJ Jaffa letter. DJ Jaffa gets in contact with me. I have a number of a guy who in town who's going to sort you out with some gigs. We're going to get you out of that one horse town, Mr. Jaffa. Uh, another text here saying, um, Adrian and Tony, you've completely lost it. You've turned into a parody of yourselves. <laughs> and it goes on to say, Adrian, you're just sounding like uh, one of these post-ironic guys who are just slagging the fuck out of rock and roll. Some of us out here still take it seriously. Well, Baldy, <laughs> it's good to hear from you. <coughs> Still eating them cheeseburgers. F-R-S. It's time for a letter! It's time for a letter, but keep those texts coming in. Comments, good or bad, we'll give them a fair hearing on the front rock show. <laughs> <laughs> What's the number? Oh, 50412. Dear Adrian and Tony, Thank God it's 2004. My 2003 was a bit of a bad egg. My bitch dumped me and I was unemployed, living at home with the parents ah, in, Jesus. in a little shit house on the prairie. Hmm. I was used and abused by the woman I loved and in the end it wasn't good enough for her as she had to run off with some other Jaffa. Is that DJ Jaffa? I tell you, that's yeah, he's a quiet horse. It's fair to say I had a slight reaction to this and went a little mad. Mm-hmm. The bitch wouldn't acknowledge me or return my texts. I got fierce fucked up about it. I got a big loan from the credit union, got a tattoo the size of a Honda 50 Jesus. and hit the strip club. <laughs> Fuck it. That's when things took a most bizarre turn for the unusual. Deadly. I'd fallen on my knees in times hard straight into the lap of luxury. Oh yeah. But be careful, Adrian. It is dangerous. Mm. It can suck you in and play with your mind. Mm-hmm. Lap dancing. It's an addiction. I've swapped my life of being a lovelorn loser into a fly by the seat of me pants Valentino oh yeah. Now it's not me that'd be doing the dance and sliding my hairy arse down the greasy pole lining up with clinks or anything like that it's more like I love going to these places them dressed up with nothing but a stitch of a thong and a good time as they stride around the room hustling me for 30 euro required to pay for a few minutes of writhing naked on me crotch in a private room mm. I tell you it's queer good it's pure manipulation of men and their cheesy fantasies of naked women. I'm sure you wouldn't have a chance of riding one of these levels. No. But they're only gorgeous to look at. And wouldn't you be banged or just not either ways for some girlfriend for her attention? Nights out with court and girly presence, trying to moisten her up for the ride and only getting the cold bare shoulder in the bed at the end of it all. Where here in the lap of luxury I can lash out the books, indulge in a bit of fantasy and still get to go home with the frustrated horn of me, Barney. <laughs> but then things went further pear-shaped. Jesus. I got a job. You did? I moved out of home and into the cold, anonymous city skyline and back for more. I kept going to the lap of luxury. Jesus, that's that sick. Suddenly the frustration started to miraculously disappear. Why? I started to get the fong again. You did not. But not with some two-bit local college bin from the city. Oh, no. no. I chanced my arm and started talking the ring off myself to the foreign lap-dancing ladies. Gosh, Asking them out. Bash! Say I'm the great lad. Which I was, because I felt great. I lost all of my <laughs> bad times as this was my pure sporting nirvana. nirvana! The phone numbers came flooding in. The chest got puffed out. Oh, the great lad, I yeah. bought myself a long coat. I bit the bullet and strode up the line and crossed it. And scored! <laughs> There'd be so much clicking going on It was like a concert of crickets In the dark rooms I love Big it. loud horny clicking The likes you'd only see On Melrose Place Oh yeah There it was Sexy Confident Exhibitionist yeah. <laughs> Naked babes Giving you Their numbers I was like a Randy Kofi Annan In the United Nations of nudity Off with the Czechs Croatians Malaysians Frenchies Lithuanians And Hungarians and this was all caused by my cold-hearted ex. 
who, ironically, was at this stage being dumped by her hitherto now current other Jaffa boyfriend. Nice DJ. No, I only want to get out of that town. The text came floating in again, but I made sure to tell her every inch of my success. Soon I was finishing me texting and was back in the lap of luxury. 300 or 400 euro a night. It didn't matter. An Australian giving me the goggly eye as she bounded me protrusion in the private parlour. Down another glass of vino and lash out another 30 euros as you'd like to look at this new one from Poland on a student visa. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. Oh, as the Hungarian dry humped me legs, staring at a voracious beauty in the mirror above me head. It was the Mac lap dancer's chain. I was ordering nightly from the served up menu babes, and I was loving it. Da, 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 da. But it wasn't cheap. I started to spend. How much? There was no force field around my pocket. Jesus. But I just started working, and the rent was reasonable. No and I was only on a diet of smooth acre. I thought this young French one was amazing with the fresh cuisine de France baps on her and hazelnut eyes. I was nuts for her anyway. Night after night I returned to the clubs and in between I was racking up the beauties on the bedpost too. All the girls knew me now. I was half expecting a plaque to be put up in the champagne room in my honour. <laughs> I was helping some of the girls get through college with the money I festered on them. They were feeding whole families back in Africa. <laughs> Out came the credit card and out shot the French one ready to get the commission. Hawkish enough to subdivide the hairy lemons from the big spending melons. <laughs> I was a mere orange, but sweet and juicy in the pocket and mouth. <laughs> on came 50 cents on the PA and I was scuttling to the champagne room for a bit of... Bow, bow. And another swift session of sexy Salome swaying salubriously in front of me. Wow! <laughs> Around the room there was all the other girls in action. Like a head of a hydra, they slinked snakely over their paying clients. Even one was rubbing her thighs off his bollocks to make him dip the load. But my girl was lovely. I had good cause to celebrate too. I just got an extension to me credit card limit and got top up on me loan from the credit union. I'm in the lap of luxury, Adrian. I stared into her eyes and handed her another 50 euro. But it couldn't last. Could it? I'd be penniless, broke, liquidated. I'd fair liquidate that one anyway. But sure, how the hell would I know? It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, I'll let you know what it does. I'm off to Bunnies again tonight and then on a plane the next day to that country of the gorgeous bint, the Czech Republic. And sure, I'll send you a postcard. But remember, it's dangerous. I just need to sort out another loan from the Bank of Ireland to buy some food. See his lads. Viva 2004! Play me some Beyonce Nolies! All the best. Lapping up the luxury, Micklin. Will we play some Beyonce then? I'd have to go into my DJ bag and find it because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it ready. But you're heading whenever. Uh, listen, go make a cup of tea there and. Uh, Beyonce and Jay Z, this is for you, Micklin. To remind you of the lap dancing clubs. Shake your money maker, baby. <laughs> Just how you love, you're doing no one else can Come and look, it's so crazy right now Your love's coming to 
The bootylicious Beyonce there. And the hottest lap dance song 2003. And did you know, Tony, that was the most. Fucking hell, Jesus, huh? Did you know, Tony, that was the most downloaded song as a ringtone last year? We've had a few texts. You know, my lovely, lovely Jimmy, will We've you poke the fire? In. A lot of them uh, were about the last letter from Mikael, and they're saying, that guy's a sad tosspot, he should get a life. He sounds like he's living it. And another text said, fair play to you, mate. Use him and abuse him. Okay then, so keep those text messages coming in. You're listening to BBC Radio 1 yes. on 97 to 99 FM, <laughs> live worldwide on the internet and on digital radio. That we are the Friday sure. Rock Show. And now it's time for another letter! Yay! Yay! Letter! <coughs> okay, this one goes. How are you? Dear Adrian and Tony. Hi, Hello. guys. I like the show. Nice I want to ask you. you something which I think will interest your listeners. And let's say it now. Motivated me enough to write to you guys. This is a girl, is it? 
It seems lately that us homegrown girls are losing out in the love stakes to a foreign invasion of new women into our country. It's amazing. They all seem to be eastern babes with striking jawbones, good skin, big doe eyes and tight jeans. I mean, I know it's a free society, but I feel us local girls are being marginalised from society by the influx of these foreign breeds into the stock. <laughs> and for all the wrong reasons too. Why? The men are flocking to them and we're starting to be put back up on the shelf. Now, I consider myself fairly good-looking, have a steady, reliable job, and take care of myself. But when you go into the pub these days and there's an eastern invasion of slim hip divas standing four inches higher than any girl in the place and being stared at by the nervous-handed fellas dribbling into the Carlsberg, it makes you feel very self-conscious, Adrian. Oh, really? She doesn't sound happy. Especially when you see Shawnee Newsom in the corner, one of those gazelles being let slobber over a long... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> being let slobber over her long immaculate legs and let him being the stupid cunt you wouldn't date if all the men were taken away tomorrow and shop for him. Exactly. I can't understand why it happens. These women have no shame and the lads have the temerity to say we are the gold diggers with the eye of the plot of land near the mammy. <gasps> and sure there's no chance challenging for the top shelf guys as all the antelopes have to do is stare into the eyes of, with a sharp gaze and finely plucked eyebrows and he's completely fucking paralysed. <laughs> it's the meaning to the men, Adrian. They're getting used. They'll all have their hearts ripped out and the wallets emptied by the Russians or the Ukrainians and we're left to pick up the drunken pieces as the consolation prize. Mm. We're getting no action and these vixens are laughing all the way back to Moscow. It's intimidating, Adrian. As much as me, Sinead or Karen are confident, independent women of the country, you feel very inferior no matter what you make of yourself if you're side by side with one of these girls in front of the toilet mirror. I'm telling you, Adrian, it's no joke. I'd fancy them myself if I wasn't a red-blooded female. Like parking an old cart horse up against a thoroughbred it is. Jeez, I think you're selling yourself very short there. (laughs) You sound as if you meant that. You just want to get in that trailer to the glue factory. Venus laughing like the demented bitch in the Death in Vegas video. And yet it's not the way we should feel. These girls are so desperate for attention, love and the visa that they put out so much and they are just manipulating the stupid fools who showered them with the fast credit and cheap champagne. Is it just that they represent something new and different and this is how the empty and vacuous society has become that the lads get sucked in so quick without any consultation from his brain? But you can't even win on saying these girls are only gold diggers either. Lads would say we've abandoned the thoughts of love and family for the career, the car, health and the girls, holiday, where these eastern ones have the traditional wife scene all sewn up with their views on loyalty, trust and making the chutney sandwiches ingrained into them by their system. Like old Ireland, only better looking in heels. Jeez, I don't think she should have wrote this letter to me. She'd have been better off venting her spleen to the Indo or something. Makes us look like cold-hearted bitches, where it's really that... They're fools, gold in the end. <laughs> Every lad with a hand down the pants in anticipation of a ride. Being the chosen subject of our attentions were years ago in Cat's Disco, it was us making the decisions who was getting the feel that night. They say the grass is green on the other side. Sure how attractive it is when the gorgeous crop comes growing on you. These women treat our men with such contempt. The hard-working fellows from the town spending their wages on these ice maidens. money! <laughs> and all for nothing at the end no. of the night as the Russians corral together in the supermodel yes. huddle in the back That's of the taxi no. <laughs> to wherever they're staying all Gucci bags bracelets and Donna Koran boots yes. <laughs> hey. they'll take the meat if they're hungry enough though and sure we get thrown the offcuts if they're not interested not even the most sensible local lad is safe these women know how to flirt and gaze and tease and pull a relationship right apart I sat in the pub with my friends we were just fresh from the camogie and looking for a few guardy breezers to cool their sweaty legs down. But all we could notice was how the men would fall over themselves for some of these foreign slots. 
Jackie's boyfriend was only going to the bar and on the way back after a mere glance at his Azerbaijani one he had the horn on him the size of the likes Jackie never seen before and they going out two year we got near a look of any man that night except for old James Duffy in the corner and him only wondering if you were related to the fella that did his roof last spring you couldn't entertain thoughts of violence or catty behaviour towards a Belarusian bitch either <laughs> and those legs are long and the Gucci shoe tips hard and you'd only be marking yourself out for being called a half-man camogie bog warrior by these guys as she'd start crying looking for the shoulder of solace her shoe after gashing the fuck out of your thigh her tears running her panda bear Rowning it destroying you cut open like tomorrow's beef special and just when you think there's hope as the local garden immigration's Squad respond to our drunken midnight calls and start cleaning them out. There's another fucking truckload coming in the opposite direction into the factory owned by Vinnie fucking Pierce. Him and his continental fucking connections with the Minsk. <laughs> Minsk. <laughs> I've never seen the like of the human traffic in this place. <laughs> You'll be at the bar all five foot four three, wondering how you turn into a Lilliputian overnight. At the shop and she's buying Timothée's Chablis oh, and Pretty Palais. In the butcher she knows her sirline from her shank. <laughs> In the news agent she's getting a subscription order from Moscow Monthly and Mrs. Murphy's only too pleased to oblige every whim. And then when you step up to buy sausages she looks down her pockmarked nose as if a knacker had just stepped into her line of sight. And the other one probably more gypsy than anything. I'm a concerned woman, Adrian, and that's why I count on your listeners at the Friday Rock Show to join with me and put back up our borders and say no more to this invasion of the newbile Nubians from not from here. Please find and close the petition form to pass around your staff and return it to the address provided. Thanks, guys. You are the future. Join the struggle. Claire Kennedy. So, was it this petition? Ah, she sounds very prejudiced, you know. Just need to be more confident about her own beauty. It comes from within, not from without. So look at me, I think that way. That's it. We're not being invaded by square jawed Scandinavian lads taking air bitches. Then we'd be getting upset. Huh? Yeah. Us pixie faced fuckers. Yeah, huh? that's it. Ah, let a boy box of chocolates go home and watch the sex in the sea. He's box set or something. Yeah. And finger to flange over herself. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about Johnny Newsom. <laughs> and he's no Massey Ferguson <laughs> on the sides of it. That's it. And she's sitting up with the back of oh. the vibration running through her and the dribbles down the leather seats. Leather seats in a Massey Ferguson? 2004 issue, has it? It's one of the special ones. She's got turbo on it. <laughs> what are you playing next, Tony? We're playing Queen of the Fucking Stone Age!
No one knows they're from the Queens of the Stone Age on this Friday flashback and we're flashing back to the year 2003. You are listening to Adrian Byrne and Tony Wilson. The texts are just flying in tonight. I'm going to read out a couple now. First one here is, in reply to Claire, she seems to be suffering low self-esteem. There's plenty of guys out here looking for sensitive, articulate Irish girls. This one's from Gonzo. Your letters tonight seem to concern people's physical appearance. Is this deliberate or is Mikael and Claire just shallow fuckheads? Uh, ratings. Okay, the next text comes in from Jesse, And this one says, Tucker seems to be very critical of everyone and everything. I wonder how perfect Mr. Tucker is himself. We're sparking some debate out there from the Friday Rock show. That's always good. So keep the text coming. Another letter! Action stuff here! Rockin' the sound of horror! Come on! Back again! Bring it on! Can't get rid of us! Hello, Rock Jocks! Happy 2004 to you! I reckon you guys will find some of my recent exploits on a night out fierce funny! (laughs) Definitely made a mark on me. You see, one of my mates, right? Well, he was heading off overseas to start a new job. Right. So all of his mates, right, decided to give him a proper Uh send-off. So we headed off to Dublin for the night. Midway through the night, we end up downstairs in Brussels pub. Oh, jeez, great place, ah, yeah! The jukebox was hammering out all the old tunes. Guns N' Roses, ACDC, and then about three maiden songs in a row. Oh, yeah. At the other end of the pub, there was a about 18 or 19 with an Iron Maiden t-shirt headbanging vigorously except his head had a number 2 blade on it not quite as cool as a man of long hair trashing about but what he did have was nice <laughs> Tony showing me pictures of himself what the fuck's all that about Iron Maiden Tony's just handing me a picture of two guys walking in the street in Prague and one of them is a denim jacket with Iron Maiden boldly emblazoned on the back of it and he looks but anyway but what he did have was a nice one-on with him sitting there with an innocent face on her jeez I'd fair like to take the innocence away and draw her up the rusty bullet hole. <laughs> anyway, I wondered how impressed she was with his maiden motion. Do you think she was impressed? No. No. Just proves the maiden still rules today. In fact, heard a mention in the Friends episode only the other night. I only happened to hear that because the board was watching it. The drinks were flowing and soon we grew tired of hanging around in this time warp. One of the lads suggested we head from a, for a lap dancing club. Well, the boys were getting boozy and a bit horny, so this idea went down a storm. We all schooled down the points and marched off into the night on our mission. Yes! Soon we reached Lisa oh, Street. Soon. Euros clenching our fists. We reached Angel's Snatchbox Emporium. Totally in the park. After successfully <laughs> navigating the bouncers, we reached the promised land. Dum, dum, dum. You see, I was a lap dancing version and it was all a pleasant surprise for me. Mm, you know that you? lager ad? The one where it says, Carlsberg don't do nightclubs, but if they did, well, it would probably look like angels, was what I was thinking to myself as I walked in. The room was full of gorgeous, semi-naked girls, heaving cleavage and G-strings all over the shop. You could almost taste the punani. <laughs> I almost passed out after the rush of blood to me cock. <laughs> but the best thing was they all wanted to talk to me. I headed for the bar past one of the girls promoting her charms, straddling a metal pole. As I sunk my extremely pricey point, a string of lovelies came up to me demanding my attention, all with the single goal of rubbing their tits in my face. Unfortunately, I had to pay for this pleasure. Jesus, for extra did even whip the knickers off them. <laughs> I was like a kid in a sweet shop. I gorged myself in a succession of dances, including two from a Latvian girl from Dunleary. Her firm tits slapped off my cheeks and my fat lad strained the trouser seams. <laughs> An older, scary-looking English girl was dragging me off. When would you believe my festering wallet was empty? 
Jesus H. Christ. Mots, flies fast lose number. All fell out, but no money. Our mate, who was going away, kindly volunteered with his credit card. Finally, we were fucked out onto the street and we staggered away back to the hotel. Two of the group took a detour, which they later informed me was through a well-known haunt of prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> One of them unleashed the night's frustrations into one of the hookers' mouths. Lovely! Morning came and I was awoken by one of the lads trying to hold... <laughs> the whole lot into me fucking arse! <laughs> oh, the night's frustrations seeping into me crack. Oh, rolled up <laughs> the raw hole on you. Red hole found you. <laughs> Cashman seen the red underpants and he couldn't. Take it anymore! Okay, I was welcomed by the lads trying to tell room tales and. Th- <laughs> Take it! Slap it off the coins! Rubbing each other in One of the lads throwing the hotel room's tails and cutlery into my bag. Biting your fist. <laughs> they tapped it off with the television! The smell of stale farts in the room would kill a canary or possibly a bull elephant. It was time to go. All that would be left was an empty wallet and memories of baking curtains for 40 euro. <laughs> that day I met up with a girlfriend who grilled me on what we'd got up to that night. During our conversation I looked down to see a stain on my black jeans. At first I thought I might have drooled toothpaste on it that morning but on closer inspection it looked like more like a slug trail. That laughing one had rubbed her big dripping gizzard off me leg and soiled it with a trail of stankin' juices. Needless to say I whipped it off and gave it a good sniff. Stinking it was too. It was t- <laughs> They're all stinking. Every one of them. Wars! <laughs> anyway, lads, please pay me some 50 cent as it reminds me of that great night in Dublin. Bye! Okay, especially for you, stinking. Here's 50 cent in the club. Go shout it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip a cardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck if that's your birthday. You'll find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Look, mommy, I got the hits. I'm in the taking drugs. I'm in the having sex. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. You're in the getting rough. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Look, mommy, I got the hits. I'm in the taking drugs. I'm in the having sex. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. You're in the getting rough. When I pull up out front, you see the Benz on dub uh-huh. When I roll 20 deep, it's 29s in the club Niggas heard I fuck with Dre, now they wanna show me love When you sell like Eminem and the hoes, they wanna fuck But homie, ain't nothing change, hold down, G's up I see exhibit in the cut, they nigga roll that weed up Roll that watch how I move, you mistake before I play up here Been hit with a few shells, but now I don't walk with a limb I ain't no clue that they lay that same 50, you hot uh-huh. They like me, I want them to love me like they love pop But I let them know y'all, niggas tell y'all I'm low yeah. The plan is to put the rap game in the choke I'm full of focus, man My money on my mind Got a meal out the deal And I'm still in the grind Now shorty says she feelin' my style She feelin' my flow A girl from Woody, they buy And they ready to go I'm in the club Bottle full of bub Look, mommy, I got the head Sip you in the take the drugs I'm in the having sex I ain't in the making love So come give me a hug If you're in the getting rough You can find me in the club Bottle full of bub Look, mommy, I got the head Sip you in the take the drugs I'm in the having sex I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug if you're in the getting rough. My flow, my show brought me the dough that bought me all my fancy things. My crib, my cars, my clothes, my shoes. Look, nigga, I done came more and I ain't changed. And you should love it. Way more than you hate it, nigga, you mad? I thought that you'd be happy, I made it I'm that cat by the bar, toasting to the good life You that faggot ass nigga, tryna pull me back, guys My junk get the bumpin' in the club, it's on I'm with my eyes, you 
bitch, if she smiles, she gone If the roof on fire, let the motherfucker burn If they're talking about money, homie, I ain't concerned I'ma tell you what banks for me, cause go ahead, switch the style up If niggas hate to let them hate, then watch the money pile up And we can go upside the head with a bottle of blood They know where we fucking be, you can find me in the club Bottle full of blood, but mommy, I got the head So we in the taking drugs, I mean I haven't sex I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug If you're in the getting rough, you can find me in the club Bottle full of bugs, look mommy, I got the ex If you're in the taking drugs, I'm in the having sex I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug If you're in the getting rough, ha 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 Don't try to act like you don't know where we be, nigga, nigga I'm in the club all the time, nigga, it's a problem, pop off, nigga G-Unit That was 50 Cent from the album Get Rich or Die Trying, which has sold 10 million worldwide. Not oh, bad, yeah. not bad. There's a lot of black spoiling stuff out there this year. And apparently 50 Cent never had a job before he became a rap star. Nice way to be bringing in the bacon, though. Okay, on with the show. We're looking back at the year 2003 tonight, playing all the best tracks of the year. In between, we're going to have a few letters. And... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Don't I look at this? Allah, <laughs> Friday Rock Show, Satanists, Zionists, and infidels to non-believer rock Satanists. I say there is only one God and no idols are to be worshipped. Yet you flaunt your western ways while being showered upon your moronic followers. To have stumbled across your preaching blew my hijab right up over my face in shock. <laughs> Blasphemers! Not only do you follow the one true God and the one true religion, you choose to sneer and snot in its face with your raucous embellishments of laughter, music and substandard ramblings. Judas Priest! May the four archangels, Gabriel, Michael, Israel, and Israel, blow the trumpets upon your judgment as treacherous souls, for death is to be your answer to the question of your lives. Quran is the only light, saith Muhammad, not the false prophets of Adrian and Tony. The great prophets of Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad will eat your soul and dance upon your slain corpse. Look to the infinite glow of the Torah of Moses, masking the glory of the resplendent Shuhuf, Zabur, Injil, and the mighty Quran. This is your chance at recanting the evils within your western ways. Purge your souls of Metallica. Listen to the teachings of Abdul Abadunde Bubliau. <laughs> The only light you need in this life is Allah! Allah is good. There is no place for the Zionist way of its evil form of music or your vulgar display of verbal obesity. Like a slit of a dog's throat and its last cries of life will be your final summons to atone for your sins against Islam. Only those who die as martyrs slain in the battle for Islam are considered to be granted immediate access to paradise. Look to Mecca, not Megadeth. Purge our souls of disease and disease-infected broadcasting. The Hadith has the saying of Muhammad. Muhammad is the apostle of God. Shahada, you fools, you non-believing infidels, you must cleanse your soul under Haji to Mecca <laughs> and forgo all the sins of the flesh for Ramadan. Rutu Malik, Mutawatata, and the translation of Sunan, Abu Duad. <laughs> Do you know what is better than charity and fasting and prayer? It is not staring at naked flesh in the dens of iniquity. It is not the power courts of Pantera blasphemy. It is keeping peace and good relations between people. As quarrels and bad feelings destroy mankind. Your lies destroy mankind. Allah! Allah! So believe in the way of Muhammad, you Satanist, or die at my sword.
The most excellent jihad is that for the conquest of self and the slaughter of the guilty. You will not enter paradise until you have fate. And you will not complete your fate till you love one another. What's your favorite character now? Listen to the words, Linus. Uh, try to pass your mornings and evenings in the state where your heart's free from all ill feelings, jealousy and hatred for everybody. And remember that this is my sonna. And he who loves my sonna will be with me in paradise. So fuck the Fair Dog Show and love Allah! Your death is soon made in Tony. Your movements are shattered by the vengeance of Islam. Regards, Abdul. Abudunde. Mubalayo. Jesus, now that sounded fierce heavy. I didn't know what I was shouting about. Oh, yes, indeed. Okay, in the year 2003, a new rock band emerged and it was formed from the ashes of Rage Against the Machine and Soundgarden. Their name was Audio Slave. Yes, indeed, audio slave. Thou pride, watch your 
You're listening to the Friday Rock Show, looking back on 2003, and now it's time for another letter. Stop them! They're flying. They're flying in tonight. Tell you, Harry's lads, Gabra here. I can't believe you lads are still doing your show. It's been a long few nights of Carlsbergs since I've done my sci-fi spot, and sure, that's the way it goes. Time maybe to give up the dream, knuckle down, and pay the debts to society, be a slave to the wage, and join the rat race with Rasher out in the chemicals factory. It's like J. Jonah Jameson has turned me down for the tenth time to publish a picture of Spidey, and I just have. <laughs> have it in the tank to try again and to follow his instincts and push harder. Spins the web, hangs on his catch, sees just like slaves. Spider-Man. I don't know if I can, Adrian. It's like I'm stuck in extra time and there's only a few seconds to go. Arsenal, I'm one nil down to the United Highbury and Thierry's been hacked down by the dozen Neville lad. He's a penno. What do I do? Do I stand up and be counted? Take the ball off the air and stride proudly to the spot? Or turn on my little red boots and face away from responsibility? It's Arsenal and Man United, for God's sake, Adrian. <laughs> I can't believe I won't be able for it. Like, my web shoes are all off target. But I've had to look at a bigger picture also. Have to do that. Two players versus a new stadium. Do we sacrifice bringing the best French and Brazilian talent to Arsenal so I can sit in a nice new big new Ashton Gate mega stadium? How many penalties we missed then? Ah, sure, I'd miss the smell of Burkham's energy as he wafted close to me, wizarding down the wing in Highbury. Well, not that I'd worry about that as I can smell the whore close enough in front of me in room watching the Premiership Network 2 for Saturday Night 7. But I can't believe I'd be mad not to pri- prioritise though, Adrian. Would seeing Boo Boo, Baba and Bilbo playing for the Winger Boys be better than baiting out the books for the big new stadium? It's like Star Wars, Adrian. The problem of the CGI effects versus plastic models to accurately suspend disbelief showing the ongoing struggle between good and evil that affects me every decision to get off the dole. Fuck hard, Marcy Odos. I get a real job. Do I be happy watching the empty emotionless megapixelated fantastical backgrounds and Jar Jar Binks bouncing around like some gobshoy? Or do I make a stand and demand the locust lad shove his hairy beard up his arse and just get out of the three-foot Millennium Falcon model for real hardware flyboy of the half-built Death Star? I can't believe it couldn't happen, Adrian. It's like the Vulture, Electro, Sandman, Mysterio, Doctor, Octopus, Green Goblin, Craven, Scorpio, Rhino, Venom and Carnage are all ganging up on me and George Stacy's off Chewy. It's like Carlsberg versus Budweiser, Adrian. Do I choose the cheap or watery piss of the American Budweiser brand that makes me go every quarter hour for the want of fiddling with the extra change in my pocket on the way up home glad of a cheap night and a dole? Or should I break out the big bucks and go the darker, smoother Danish taste of Carlyburg where I can instead piss freely on the half hour and I have a better time schooling the back with Rasher or Sam Gansler. But in the end feeling let down by the gluttonous ways only fiddling with my underpants lining from my penny his pocket, stumbling home to watch the recording of the Arsenal he knew he'd match from the Premiership taped earlier. There's another one. Rasher or Sam Kinsley? Which one would I choose to see in a Sunday afternoon watching the shy Premiership parent two mid-table English football teams that one likes? Well, Rasher has a laid-back, quite contented fat belly, only too ready to splash out on the point for me. He lacks the all-round loud ignorance of Sam Gansler. Having you own stitches in your eye off the game by weaving man stories all day about cute horse and the time the old man got hit in the head by a shovel and prompting you to be getting the next round in each time. I can't believe I'm confused, Adrian. I'm in awful turmoil. Do I just bottle it up inside or tell Daddy or Danny? Danny's turned a half-deaf ear to me as one eye'd be on the centre page of the racing post and the other be on the football folks. And sure, if I open my heart to Daddy, look me strange square in the eyes and laugh straight in my face and then gab- on for a good half an hour but we all round uselessness in the face of decision making I'm sure the best thing that ever happened to him was being hit in the head with a shovel it's extra time Adrian Mary Jane Watson is counting on me so is Vieira I can't believe I wouldn't be able to take the ball off the ref and just sign off just sign all away on the evening on the 7.15am workers trying to Dublin not just today do I sign on in Dublin too, but each day. I can't believe I couldn't do it. Please play me some Justin Timberlake. I need to be making my mind up. Uncle Ben would expect that at least. I'm sure I can't believe you lads are still there. Keep your fingers in your pockets. Keep fiddling with your balls. Cheers! Hey, Gabler. Good oh, to hear from gabbler. you, Gabler. Good to hear from you, my little you? Okay, we're going to play some Justin Trouser Snake for the Gabler. Yes, we are.
This is from the summer of 2003. <laughs> Rock your body! Shh. 
Yeah, I'm gonna say like nails back. Something's gonna happen here, fuck. Feeling me. Spoil the magic. That was Justin Timberlake, D Man of 2003, with it from his album Justified. Speaking of as it has point of view there, Tony. What? So would you rate him as a good looking man? I rate him need a few dinners. <laughs> and a box in the snow. I think Usher or somebody would be better looking. Busher! <laughs> no, Usher. <laughs> I'm sorry, my pop knowledge isn't quite on your level. Uh, Dave Navarro. Oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave! Anyway. Remember when me interviewed him last year, but the type got jammed and we never got broadcasted? That's right. We should take the head of vault and learn how, to, learn how to put tape together. <laughs> Alright, uh, I think it's time for the letter, yeah? Get, get, did you get any more texts? Ah, fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> hey, how are you, lads? Bush are here. Jesus, tell you what, did you see the football at the weekend? We've gone shy. Never should have sold Beckham. Look at him now, off knobbing his PA. He used to be my hero. Now, he's like them all. Daddy, the priest, Tash, all the sick perverts. You should stick to one hole, I tell you. Anyway, huh? I'm getting off the point here. That's how I was talking is, I was working for the Rosalind Watch Collection. <laughs> they were small business making bars of soaps and candles to send to America. Then, one day Brennan, who worked in the office on the computer, began messing around one lunchtime. <laughs> you see, he used to design transfers to buy on the candles. Anyway, he showed me this one he did with Bin Laden, <laughs> with, with planes buzzing around behind him with the legend, Never Forget, underneath it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll never forget this. Then Ross burst into the office, panicking about this big order. So then Brennan's lashing out transfers, and all the bitches are slapping them on candles like no one's business. And no one realises old towel had bin liners on him. So anyway, a few weeks later, I'm unemployed. <laughs> this is until a mate of mine sets me up with a new job delivering junk mail. It's not too bad, like. I'm happy enough to plod along at anyway. The problem is, the boss is an ageing Natario. And when the bloke leaves, he's replaced by a female. The younger, the better. Listen, I'm not a racist, but it's just that they're lazy. They get all their handy states, and I'm being dumped into monstrosities with long, steep driveways patrolled by stinking, hairy dogs. Of course, then they floor their eyebrows at him and say, Oh, I need a toilet. Can you drop me to the nearest one? Or, I need to go to the shop. So Bush just left marching down the Queen's Road Well, they swan off for half an hour Spreading their flaps and munching on lion bars <laughs> But if I need the toilet, I'm told Here, Bush are duck behind the hedge And of course, I'm the first one out of the high ace fan And the last one to be picked up But the girls get the front seat, sitting up next to the boss Laughing at his lame jokes And listening to Country FM Gret's always sitting at the front of the van Does she ever get out and do anything? She's sitting and laughing at him Well, <laughs> well he hasn't got a naturally funny bone in his body She's probably only laughing at him to get a handy run All I gives a few Neanderthal grunts and thrown into a five mile walk through sunny Kalini. If that's not bad enough, some days I'm stuck with Rob and he's the slowest wet week. Some days I'm aiming to stay and he appears to have arrived too quick and I'm thinking, he's after skipping half that. What's the point of skipping it? I often ask myself, am I the only one working here? Every time the plonker comes along to refill my bag with more forest depleting faeces advertising Linda Russell and a big greedy mates going to sell your house for an extortionate price to some naive young couple who will move in for three months then have to bail as the crippling repayment costs force them to eat bags of tayho for dinner every night after a four hour commute for a poorly paid office job in Stillorgan. Yes! Now, I don't moan much, but sometimes it gets to you. Just the pointlessness of the job. I, I, and the women, like, I don't mind women. 
I, I tell you, I'm in here at the moment, like, I rode the girlfriend three times this week. You know, sometimes you think you're on the way out, you know, showing your age, and next minute, bang, bang! you're horny again. Yeah, I mean, if I carried on like Conky or someone like that, I'd have AIDS. I really would. Okay, stop it, Patrick. I'm finishing now. Listen, got to get it off my chest. Love the show. Can you please play me Evanescence? Because it's the coldest song of last year. Uh-huh. Yours, Neddy. Yes, Good to hear from you, Neddy. Keep, no, keep it up, Neddy. Don't let the bastards get you down because you know, it's a hard slog going up that hill but it's even more fun coming down. <laughs> and a little toboggan. Eating ice cream yeah. and all. And mammy and daddy Should waving. Should fly down in the air if you yeah. don't <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Ah, yeah, that's what we're here for. I think we kind of perform a public service. Mm. <laughs> Where's Michaela? She's coming up with me coffee, is she? <laughs> but no. Especially for you, Neddy. This was number one Bash- in 2003 <laughs> Even Essence no, whatever. Bring me to life
That was a really good song there for our Friday flashback from oh, yes. 2003. That's good, shit. That was in the movie Daredevil as well. Oh, yeah, oh, Buzzers. Oh, yeah, Colin Farrell, he was oh, the best yeah, thing yeah. in that, wasn't he? Oh, I got a With the mad eyes on him. Reminds me of the geezer. Oh, come on, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. I was just going to text you, Nathan, here. It's live on the Friday Rock Show here on BBC Radio 1. <laughs> and it says... What's it say? What's it say? Message from Plunker to Busher. He won't be picking you up in the morning. I think you've talked yourself out of a job there, Ed. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Another text in says, Friday Rock Show, you lads rock. Keep pumping out them tunes, Mr. Bernie. We're back. I'm telling you. And don't forget, there's plenty more to come from the Friday Rock Show this year. Keep listening now for our summer specials, winter specials. <laughs> Done by special people. It's time for another letter, Okay, we're rapidly running out of time here tonight on this flashback to 2003, but we've time for one more letter. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, another letter. How are you, Rockers? I saw this about Roy Keane come back for Ireland. Ah, who gives a fuck? Oh, you have a problem. Now, you've heard that many times, haven't we? It all started when it's only in my formative years. It's go from the rules society and it's right and wrongs. Fortunately, I took no fucking notice. Since the age of 12, I've been a thieving bastard. It all started off when I was at my mate's house and I was breaking the commandments straight off by coveting his big yellow Lego castle. Soon as the cunt went out the door for the tame biscuits, I had a palm full stuffed into my jeans pocket from which I had to dress in my collection. I cleaned the whole out for at least 200 words. Now on his 13th birthday party he came screaming at me with a concrete block in the garden after I'd light fingered half his Gary Electric's track. Then me and the lads broke into my school and broke the place up. Paint all over the walls. Stole copy books and chalk. Even when we were found out thanks to one lad hiding the stash under his mattress I wasn't deterred. It was electric. Bon Jovi special disappearing off the magazine rack in the news agents. I was pocketing half the mammy's shop money for fags too. And then rob all our shopping list contents in the supermarket then puff away in the spoils of my thievery. Unfortunately them fags fucked me lungs up and made me slow to run away from a bit of thievery. Instead of giving up on the game and putting it down to youthful impishness, I'd avoid a new way of avoid- avoiding entrapment. I basically didn't give a fuck, Adrian. All brazen I'd stand in the tape shop robbing cassettes off the shelves, leaving big obvious gaps for the owner to see. Fain innocence when he threatened to call the cops saying, Sure wasn't me, and there's tapes over there in the corner. Sure wasn't some other cunt trying to live from his anyway. After hooking back into action up in the Virgin Mega Store, we were taping tape copies off me mates, real cassettes, then going robbing the nice shiny covers in the shop. But once we were in there, way down with plastic covers and our parkers, we'd be lifting from the bargain bin boxes, tapes, then going upstairs to find the covers and taping all of everything. We'd like to think, thanks to us Virgin got in their new pioneering magnetic strip technology to stop the scamming. Though HMV were more slow, so we moved on there. This was to the point of me walking straight by the security guard with a ten box of bag for tapes in my hand. Now I'm bothered to conceal them in the bag. Fuck him. That was someone down Grafton Street when the sleepy cunt woke up and copped what I was at. Unpaid tapes staring him in the face, sure. Ah, but the best was yet to come, Adrian. I was comfortable in my sly lifestyle by that stage. Not that I was a criminal or from a broke up home or anything. Just that I fancied the crack of getting away with it. Next thing I was pissing on my own doorstep. Across the road, in fact. Couldn't help myself. Some summer vacation home for useless lads from the city and it'd be stocked up with food and shit from the two weeks before the whores come down this day. <laughs> before you can say juvenile delinquent, I was over the wall, had putty off the wind, the glass removed and had 20 packs of angel light jelly in my hands. We stripped the place, stumbled across the road at midnight with a massive leather chairs on our backs for furnishing our Aladdin's cave in the basement. Fuck him! I was 15. By 16 I was on the cars. Saw on right how this poor Jaffa's driveway around 2am when you could see the light of the TV in the front room to the fucking curtains. Smash the ignition with a screwdriver and off down the road to siphon petrol from some parked car and at the beach doing handbreakers by 5am. 
three days later, we sold the car for 150 to see here. I was back at school with a smile on my face. Mad stuff, Adrian. I loved it. I drove some new ones up the hole that year for me to lose my virginity. So I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> as the Nirvana's teen spirit ripped out, I was in my first job as a fucking, wait for it, security guard. Would you believe it? They trusted me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did keys to a fucking radio station. <laughs> After the last transmission at midnight, I invited my mates around, got the beers and had all night sessions being drunk DJ, pissing off the roof down to the city street below. Stole CDs, microphones, headphones, records, cups, you fucking name it. It was in my bag on my way home at 6am. Sure, I even robbed the milk from the doorsteps back to the flat. <laughs> I stole me new girlfriend's virginity the next night. I was some chancer. There was nothing safe for me, light hand in the sidering. I was addicted to the rush. Deft touch to swipe that Pink Floyd tape off the counter at HMV as your man opened the till for me, changed from buying Kerrang magazine. I was looking at her in the glades, belly on the grass as I got hoarse. I was a fraud. So all I could do other than hit the straight and narrow was to do just that. Gain the fraud. We were signing on the social while working. Mind you, that's no unusual thing. Every cunt is at that. We then went and obtained credit cards and bank loans by a wonderful system of consistently lying about my details to the Central Credit Reference Agency. Some fools they were. I was living the lie and getting paid for But then I had a foreign girlfriend in the country without a permit nor stamp. An illegal alien she was. Had her working on the QT and the money going straight into my bank account. Paying for all them fucking credit card bills that racked up on me holiday in Spain where I'd met this young one in the first place. But like Keen over returning to the Irish squad, bad ways had to end. It was make or break time. I was some common, Adrian. We'd never been caught though. I'm fair by the grace of God I wasn't. <laughs> I was too cute, sure. Now I have to back out while I'm on the top. Hand down to these new up-and-coming chancers. Let them prove themselves. Cash in on me evil ways and hit civvy streets to play the society game. I'm getting too old for this shit. Me crimes was all minor duty anyways. The tingle is gone. That's why I wanted to write to you lads. To purge my soul on your rock and roll altar. To beg forgiveness that although I never hurt anyone directly or stole from the weak or poor, I do realise that I was wrong. I was young and fell into the adrenaline rush not knowing the consequences. This rush lasted 15 years, Adrian, but I'm ready to give it all up now. Soon as I post this to you, I'll be on the straight and narrow. We'll just have to rob the envelope and stand for reasons for us. Please forgive me. See yous. Seamus Conman. I hope that's not your real name now because you could get into lots of trouble for all that stuff you pulled. Anyone listening? This is a funny show and you're funny. I'm very funny. <laughs> I told you, Tony. You've changed. Do you want me to go? Okay, splash it around. Yes, yes. Okay, I see what should we play now. <laughs> Okay, it was the year 2003, and this was the band of 2003. We couldn't let the show go without back. playing. Brought us some. back. <laughs> Brought us back to the BBC Radio One. That is true. As much as we have championed rock over the years, the darkness finally brought spandex tight, high voice rock back to the mullet haired masses. This is the darkness.
Justin Hawkins into do that especially for us especially for us because he loves us he loves the Friday Night Show and all his traditional glory we've been playing him since I've seen him busking on Camden Street no dead rock conservative <laughs> well that's it time this hey! again we're getting hey! very close to the end but I think it's time to fit in one more that's song thanks Tony <laughs> but before that I'd like to thank uh, Tony Wilson here my producer thank you very much and I'd like to thank Aisling for being my presenter and I'd like to thank Michaela for making the tea after all these years Maggie on the news desk whispering Bob Harris coming in at midnight on Radio 2 uh, I'd like to thank all those great artists for making 2003 a fantastic year in the history of music for Chris Miles we're after your morning show you fat cunt <laughs> oh yes man splashing around in the rocky jacuzzi <laughs> Coming to get you. What's your enduring memory of the thousand three, Tony? Business. <laughs> That's not a nice thing to say. You're a married man, Tony. That's why you're business. You gotta get them. Let's get I'd just like to wish all the listeners of the Friday Rock Show a very happy and prosperous 2004. And I think in the year 2004, we all need a lot more love in the world. Because I just don't know where the love is gone. Where's it gone, Tony? Folks, right now. What's wrong with the world, mama? People living like they ain't got no mamas. I think the whole world's addicted to the drama. Only attracted to things that'll bring the trauma. Overseas, yeah, we trying to stop terrorism. But we still got terrorists living in the USA. Living in the mom's cellar. The bloods and the crips and the KKK But if you only have love for your own race Then you only leave space to discriminate And to discriminate only generates hate And when you hate then you're bound to get irate Two years yeah. off Madness is what you demonstrate And that's exactly how anger works and operates Man you gotta have love just to set it straight Take control of your mind and meditate Let your soul gravitate to the love y'all y'all People killing, people dying Children hurting, you hear them crying you practice what you preach And what you turn the other cheek Follow, follow, follow
change New days are strange, is the world insane? If love and peace are so strong Why are the pieces of love that don't belong? Nations dropping bombs, chemical gases filling lungs of little ones With ongoing suffering, as the youth are young So ask yourself, is the loving really gone? So I can ask myself, really what is going wrong In this world that we living in, people keep on giving in Making wrong decisions, only visions of them dividends Not respecting each other, blind our brother A war is going on, but the reason's undercover The truth is kept secret, it's swept under the rug If you never know truth, then you never know love What's the love, y'all? Come on, I Going, boss. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna finish up here. What? You don't want to stack next I feel the weight of the world on my shoulder. As I'm getting older, your people get older. Most of us only care about money making. Selfishness got us following the wrong direction. Wrong information always shown by the media. Negative images is the main criteria. Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria. Kids wanna act like what they see. Whatever happened to the values of humanity? Whatever happened to the fairness and equality? Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity. Lack of understanding leading us away from unity. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down. You should have been chilling with the stopping pushing. Gotta keep my faith in the dawn, the light of Christ. Everybody join hands. All those for the Russian listeners, put your hand on the radio. Let's all sing it together. Okay, that's it. Time to wrap things up. Thanks for listening tonight. Me and Tony are off now to do our other job. <laughs> Waiting in the McDonald's. But if you want to listen to one FM, Whispering Bob Harris is coming up next. Hey, yeah, Bob. I was gone. I'm gonna play some cool blue stuff tonight. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that time again. It's time to go, unfortunately. I'd like to thank everybody for listening tonight. Thank you, everybody! I'd like to thank everybody who texted in, who wrote in the letters. Keep them coming. The Friday Rock Show at BBC Radio 1. That's it! That's it. There's no more to say. That was 2003. Hope you have a good 2004. Me and Tony are off to Lapland. See ya!
Remember the days when his brother's 30th birthday? Hello, Quentin! Please edit this for me. <clears throat> I remember the days when at his brother's 30th birthday. Okay, God. Will you say the fucking thing? <laughs> huh? I remember the days when at his brother's 30th birthday party. <laughs> I remember the days when his brother was 30 and he had a party. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in the pieces of water. Hugging the back wall. Hugging the back wall. Now I've lost my fucking spot now. Hey, where is it? Oh yeah, hugging the back wall for direction. Like a stone spider. I'll fucking suggest it otherwise. Or I'll drive the fucking mixing desk into the skies right now. Uh, after a letter. <laughs> or are we going to play another tune? Yeah, fuck that. There's so many to play. There's so many to play. You're a little mouse peddling on your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what are we saying? Oh, no, we're back to DJ Joe. <laughs> you let me look for it. <laughs> well, keep on speaking I'll just right. He definitely D- changed D- <laughs> I say you right You get the maximum purchase off it You say you right Potential cradle rapist Copyright body 19 to 10 to 4 You're that back that You're that back man You're That's back. that blur song 19 to 10 you're, you're, you're so in this, you're back in 1987. I'm fucking <laughs> Jeez, I feel like that's going to come up and start shouting at us. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta run everyone out of the cellar. Yeah, Get out. Try to leave the electricity off like Patsy. <laughs> Take the fuse over for spite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be the controller of the BBC coming and pulling the fuse over. Whoever it is these days, there's no the country's line there last week. Anyway. Jeez, there's nothing postmodern ironic about me, I tell you. Come on. <laughs> You wouldn't even know what I meant. I don't know the meaning of that word. Derby. <laughs> We're only humble DJs, for fuck's sake. <clears throat> the, the lyrics of the song, you never should have slept around. <laughs> shut up! Adrian, shut up. <clears throat> okay, you can edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> it's an 100% certainty. Where the chicks think I'm some kind of superstar, no matter what I think they are. I think that's our cue to play. Jamelia. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, stop. We're, we're turning into a parody here. Oh, Jesus. I was like Randy, Kofi, and Nan in the United States of... In the United Nations of... Stop it. Bang, rewind. Can I get a rewind? Oh. What did I say? French? I thought this young French one was amazing with the fresh cuisine. A big flemmy frog hopping around my throat, dying to get out and hock all over the microphone. Black lad, shot loads of time. Not in the head, though. <laughs> Jesus, McLean, you make me first want to get out there now. Have you Can never I been to a lap dancing club, Tony? It love again. I fancy myself up. <laughs> Do ya? 
Eu faço isso aí, mano. Up your own kicker. Like Arsenal. Never lose. Slow the way, Asian. Over the years. Over the years, Asian. You used to have the letters. Like, there was at least too far away from me and you could read it. Now the poor bastard's holding up to his face as if he's now blind, lad. Is it too much wanking getting you down, fella? Listen, Tony, listen. We're all getting old, you know? It's, we're not as young as we were. I'm going to start there again. What have you like? <laughs> I just spent three hours editing in the fucking thing. <laughs> this was number one Bastard in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> Even Essence. Sorry, whatever. Bring me to life. <laughs> 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 Yay! <laughs> ah, that was a really good song, wasn't it? Oh, I loved that. No, it's just ended. It's a phase that was just ended. Bang. You can edit and make it sound any way you like. You can make me sound like a fucking spa if you wanted to. This is how much confusion! Oh, people just didn't want too much from me! <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just like to listen. I just like to listen to somebody else do this for change, but I'm sick of it. <laughs> sick of having to come here and stand here and talk bollocks. Right? What's wrong with the world, mama? People live alive. We've been doing this for nearly 20 years. What the fuck do you expect? Do you want me to be normal? Need music? I shouldn't be here. I should be on Radio 2. Talking politics. Doing something proper. Proper with my life. I just like to listen. <laughs> just, just. Can't do it. Go guys. Show is a Tony Wilson production. 